0: righty. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. We are into week number five, step number five. Hopefully you are not jumping in here. If you are, I recommend you go back a few weeks and those of you who are following along with the program here, I'd like you, it's just a bit of a test, can you recite the first four weeks? I'll give you a second or two. All right, time's up. So the first week, right, the very first week, we decided. That's all we did. We we filled out that little PDF. We declared it was a decision. It was a declaration. It included a commitment and some action. Week two, awareness and assessment. Remember this idea that the unexamined life is not worth living. So week two, we we, uh, we got another tool. We went through the assessment. Week number three, we figured out our North Star, if you will. We went through a values, mission, and vision exercise. So these are the steps. And then week four, last week, that's right, we did passion and purpose. So we kind of went from this foundation, first three, to inspiration, passion, and purpose. And that leads us perfectly, brilliantly, if I do say so, my damn self, right where we need to be today, which is energy and enthusiasm. Let's see if you know who said this. You know I love my quotes. Nothing great. Ah, well, we could say that one too. That's not even the one. Nothing great was ever achieved without enthusiasm. Nothing great was ever achieved without enthusiasm. That is our buddy, Ralph Waldo Emerson. And then another amazing author, a man with a great sense of humor, said this. This is who I wanted you to guess originally. What is a man with... (laughs) I can't even say it without laughing. What is a man without energy? Nothing, nothing at all. What is a man without energy? Nothing, nothing at all. And that, my friends, you know is Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens. So there you have it, energy and enthusiasm, and that's what we're focusing on here. And I'm going to take, let's go ahead and take enthusiasm first. We know nothing great was ever achieved without enthusiasm, don't take it from me. Don't take it from RWE. I want you to investigate that. If you find anything great created without enthusiasm, you are going to be the first. Uh So please email me that. I think the longer you ponder it, I think you're going to have a hard time finding anything great that was created without enthusiasm. What's fascinating to me, and I learned this many years ago, the Latin root, you know I love the etymology, so i'm I'm fascinated with quotes and um etymology, and I'm just thinking other people's wisdom o p w so the etymology is on theos, which roughly loosely translated, I was taught means. God within, or you could call it life force, and that again brings us full circle. What are we without energy? We are nothing, so enthusiasm on theos it's this God, it's this spirit within that is your nature now, a lot of people will come to me and say look i there's There is no enthusiasm. Again, this is why this is in the number five hole, so to speak. It comes after passion and purpose and after values, mission and vision. Those, that's the North Star. These are the things that are helping us rekindle that give us and guide us toward toward enthusiasm. I'm just going to throw out another thing, I'm sure, another angle aspect you have considered, and that is when you look out at the great athletes, and I wrote about this in The Pressure Paradox, the very best athletes in almost every case are the ones with a chip on their shoulder. For the most part, it's a healthy chip, but they believe they've been... You know, quote unquote, dissed. Somebody has cut them or they weren't in the first round or the scouts said they weren't going to be great. So right off the bat, I remember Steph Curry. Um, that's exactly, there's a great commercial where Steph, <laughs> Steph reads the scouting report on him. And somewhere in there, it says, don't count on this guy to lead you to a championship. That is fuel. That is, pure enthusiasm. That's a healthy chip on the show. This guy's fired up. He's getting out of bed every morning. He's getting into the gym earlier and he's leaving the gym later. The only difference is he's used that slight and he's turned it to a positive. The reason I'm bringing it up, a lot of us may feel slighted along the way. Somebody has said you aren't going to make it, do it, be any good, achieve greatness. (laughs) Don't buy it. First of all, they don't know squat. Second of all, that's just a story they've created. You get to create another story. Use that as fuel. So that's another way to attack enthusiasm. As for energy, energy. Energy. I mean, just straight up, let's think about the physics of goal achievement. You are energy. Your goal, like put your left hand out to the far left and call that you. Put your right hand out to the far right, call that your goal. So your goal is the destination. You're over here on the left. So Your energy, your goal is going to require energy to get there. Those of you who've listened for a long time know this. I repeat it every once in a while. The most efficient use of behavior energy is, that's right, habit, habits of thought, habits of action, behavior. So aligning, crafting habits that are aligned to your goal is going to help you get there in the most efficient manner. So it's all about energy at the end of the day, so to speak, which is why we always say health, I think this is Aristotle, is the first wealth. could be Socrates. Health is the first wealth. Or it could be Epictetus. I'm going to have to go look. The point is, if health is the first wealth, we have to manage. We don't have to. It's highly recommended we manage and take care of our well-being, our energy system. So the final component of this, and then we're just going to wrap it up, is these are questions for you. How are you fine-tuning? How are you optimizing your energy system, your well-being. What are you doing for your diet habits and your exercise habits? And if if all goes well, we'll have another PDF for you. You can find it at thehabitfactor.com. Click on the podcast link, or you can go direct podcasts.thehabitfactor.com. Either way, you can get there via The Habit Factor, but... I intend to have easy habit tracking. Of course, you can always download the free app, and we also have a free habit tracker, but I'm going to make a specific one on the podcast site around diet and exercise habits. So just a little PDF worksheet gets you started, get you in the habit. But there's no way... You're going to have a breakthrough 2018 or any year if you do not start with, I hate to be so absolute about this, but I I know this from experience, a true breakthrough year is going to start with your physical energy system. And it's not as hard as it sounds. And I'm going to be doing future posts and talks about that too. So that gets us in, the, I said, the five hole here. Step number five, energy and enthusiasm. These are essential for you to have a breakthrough year. I know you're going to do it because you're following along. You're you're at week five. There's exciting news as we go forward here. I'm going to hold off <laughs> on saying anything till we wrap it up. But there you go. Now I'm going to roll into probably our buddy Stephen Pierce and the Pressure Paradox Audible Preview. Thank you so much again for joining me. Enjoy the quick preview and remember when you sponsor or support Audible you are helping our sponsor. At the very end there is a link to get to, I think it's Auto, yeah, audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals, and that will get you the free 30-day trial. So thanks again. I'll see you next week. I hope you're queuing up and going through all these PDFs, and
1: uh, we will talk soon. See ya. Just how misunderstood is pressure as a subject, particularly when it comes to our productivity, performance? and even, incredibly, peace of mind. Well, here's a quote from a recently published book, Performing Under Pressure. In fact, this is more than just a quote. It appears to be the author's main thesis. The bottom line, pressure is the enemy of success. It undermines performance and helps us fail. The paragraph goes on to cite many supportive instances, such as pilots, surgeons, and air traffic controllers making errors or professional athletes missing their usual shots while under pressure. Pressure, the book asserts, is more than a nemesis. It is a villain in our lives. Wow, that's powerful language. It's understandable why the vast majority of people, and even these authors, might think this way about pressure. On the surface, pressure certainly appears to be the enemy. However, if we look deeper, we discover that pressure— much like what we discovered about habit in The Habit Factor, is neither good nor bad. Pressure is an entirely neutral supernatural force. Taken a step further due to its preeminence within our lives, it would hardly be fruitful to view pressure as the enemy. If pressure were truly the enemy, then we might as well pack up and head home. It's time to surrender. We can't possibly win, right? If we were to follow such a pervasive misunderstanding that pressure is evil, a nemesis, and a villain, we should make every attempt to avoid it, right? And unfortunately, doing so would not only prove frustrating and fruitless, but would greatly inhibit our creativity, productivity, and ultimately even impair our personal growth. Even the wealthiest of parents who want the very best for their children will go out of their way to ensure their kids experience some real-life pressures, such as chores or a summer job, with the hope that they'll reap all the associated benefits that come with challenge and hard work, discipline, and responsibility come to mind. There's even a famous Japanese proverb that underscores this point. Adversity is the foundation of virtue. To be clear, we are not referring to negative peer pressure or bullying, but rather life pressure—things such as work, chores, and responsibility—knowing that is the type of pressure that teaches children important life lessons that help forge their character and will serve them long into the future. The idea that pressure is a villain or the enemy of success ultimately proves untenable in the real world. Rather, if we choose to look deeper into pressure, what we find is that it demands our careful consideration, understanding, and even ultimately, our appreciation. The same kind of appreciation you freely give to your greatest passions. After all, what is more important than your most pressing goals? Understanding how pressure is the fuel to help you achieve those goals is vital. Not even a reality TV star avoids pressure all the time, as my daughter once asserted. In fact, some might even argue that due to appearances, contract obligations, etc., a celebrity may experience even greater pressures than the average citizen. To view pressure another way, consider the simple act of problem-solving. Any problem, by definition, involves an existing state, condition, and a desired end-state, ideal condition. The objective or goal is to bridge that gap. It's worth noting that the gap itself, the delta, is what instantly generates a sense of tension, or to use its synonym, pressure. And since humans are naturally creative and problem-solving creatures, their ability to channel pressure to solve problems makes them unique. Today's episode is brought to you by
0: Audible.com. There are over a hundred and eighty thousand titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things: the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense? To take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going. It's phenomenal. It's I the more people I turn on to it, the more uh compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. Hundred and eighty thousand titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, thirty percent off any other book. Again. Check it out. audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.